Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what happened, I've been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This wasn't about race. It wasn't about race, but it is now, and it's national. And I've also thought about this subject all day long. Selective outrage. I'm talking about the subway situation, the chokehold incident, and we're going to open up the phone lines early so that you can reach us, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Protest tonight. But the same people protesting, like most New Yorkers, the day before this happened, would have walked right past Mr. Neely. Homeless and mentally ill in the subway system. Black-on-black crime. No one pays attention. No one pays attention. Black victim. White person, all hell breaks loose. What about all the other victims on the subway system? All the other people that lost their lives, pushed in front of a train. I could have told you on day one when this story broke that the word lynching would have been used. But I wanted to be responsible, and that's why I didn't banter it about, because I I don't believe it was a lynching, but I knew that this was about to happen. And, folks, I'm going to tell you something else. Right now, this situation is about a 1 on a scale of 1 to 10, but it's about to hit a 10. Every single thing I have told you folks about this case has turned out to be completely true and accurate. I told you a storm was brewing. But again, on a scale of 1 to 10, it's only a 1 right now about to go to a 10. The 30-year-old Jordan Neely, the homeless man, his story has gone completely national. Pick any national newscast and you will see what happened here in New York, Mr. Neely started acting erratically 
on the train and harassing other passengers. 44 arrests, a current warrant out for harassing a 67-year-old woman. And he reportedly said he was ready to go to jail for life, throwing his coat on the uh, floor. And this was before he was restrained and ultimately choked by a strap hanger. Identified as a 24-year-old Marine from Queens, that Marine tonight has lawyered up. And it's a good thing because I deal in fact, folks, he's going to need that lawyer. I told you this as soon as I heard the details of this case. But we cannot have selective outrage. It's not right. What about the woman that I think about quite a bit? 40-year-old Michelle Gove. Remember her of Manhattan who was shoved onto the tracks in front of an R train last year at 42nd Street? She was picked on at random by a homeless man. But this case, and hear my argument, this case, whether we like it or not, is worse than Bernie gets the situation years ago. That involved four-on-one, four black teens against Mr. Getz. But Neely's death is on camera, and it looks absolutely horrible. His eyes are wide open as he's struggling, waving his arms because he's about to take his last breath. And the second man was trying to help the Marine and, of course, had no idea that Mr. Neely was fighting. He was literally struggling for his life as the second man was holding his hands down. Like it or not, like it or not, Jordan Neely is now the new George Floyd. And we all know our country is still trying to recover from the damage of the Floyd case, which led to all of this defund the police nonsense and handcuffing the police. We are all paying for it each and every day. Let's deal in facts. And I'll start with your telephone calls in just a moment. Let's deal in facts. And I don't think, frankly, that many of you are acknowledging this. If a police officer had done the same exact thing this Marine did. A police officer did the same exact thing this Marine did. That police officer would be arrested because of the historical situations involving deadly chokeholds. They are illegal for law enforcement to use. Two, I say this is worse than Getz, Because the Marine came up behind Mr. Neely and put him in a chokehold for some 15 minutes. Anything longer than 30 seconds in a chokehold can cause enormous damage. I don't want this Marine to be criminally charged. But he has enormous criminal liability. I said this immediately out the gate. Now, imagine the Marine's life. The day before this, you're a regular guy in the New York area. The day after this, 
you are now the target of civil rights protest. And this is a sentiment that is being expressed now around the country about this case by some elected officials. The last thing on earth that we need right now is the race card. But I want you to listen to New York City Councilman Kevin Riley. Black men are not safe. We are literally being choked out instead of given resources. I can't explain this to my kids no more. One, that's not true. That's not true. And I, I don't I don't spend my time talking to my African-American son about have the fear of being choked out. I do explain to him that if a police officer should, I have had the black conversation with him to be direct with you, that if a police officer should stop him, that you cooperate fully with the police officer, no lip, no, no, no fast actions. You do everything the officer tells you to do unless the officer asks you for a written statement. And at that point, you tell him your father is Dominic Carter and please call my father. But do not make any type of statements that could be used against you in any type of situation. So that's not correct. And I want you to hear again what what a New York City councilman, I want you to listen to this again, what he is saying And this is not only being expressed in New York. This is a sentiment right now about this case that has gone national, as I told you it would. Black men are not safe. We are literally being choked out instead of given resources. I can't explain this to my kids no more. As for Governor Hochul, and this is a political mess. Governor Hochul, Kathy Hochul, is calling for justice for Neely's family. I do want to acknowledge how horrific it was to view a video of Jordan Neely being killed uh, for being a passenger on our subway trains. And so our hearts go out to his families. I'm really pleased that the district attorney is looking into this matter. As I said, there had to be consequences. And so we'll see how this unfolds. But uh, his family deserves justice. His family deserves justice. Translation. From the governor of New York, I expect an indictment. That's what that statement essentially said. I just received an email from one of our listeners, Tanya Covington. Tanya says, I really don't understand why the governor would make statements that may cause racial tensions. And that is true, Tanya. Tanya goes on to say she needs to focus on mental health needs, bail reform, and taking care of the citizens of New York City. We're going to start with your telephone calls in a moment. But the right approach is coming from New York City Mayor Eric Adams. And Mayor Adams is right to check AOC. This is not the time for the craziness of AOC. Go tell it to somebody else. Right now, this is reckless what you're doing, AOC. The mayor is ripping the congresswoman for rushing to conclude that Jordan Neely was murdered when he was put in a chokehold by a Marine. So Adams is criticizing the progressive lawmaker, along with city comptroller Brad Lander, who claimed people are cheering how the 30-year-old troubled homeless man was, quote, 
choked to death by a vigilante without consequence. The mayor appearing on CNN said, I don't think that's very responsible at this time when we are still investigating the situation. Question of vigilantism. Mm-hmm. What do, you know, what, what do passengers do in situations like that? Is it appropriate to take matters into your own hands? Uh, each situation is different. And how a passenger, uh, we have so many cases where passengers assist of, of the riders, uh, and we don't know exactly what happened here until the investigation is thorough. And each situation is different. I was a former transit police officer, and I responded to many jobs where you had a passenger assisted someone. And so we cannot just blankly say, blankly say what a passenger should or should not do in a situation like that. We should allow the investigation to take its course. And I'm looking at my Twitter, uh, a comment from a John Beckman, and you could reach me if you want to comment on this case, uh, because the phones are completely flooded at this point. But we'll get to the calls in just a second. You can reach me at, at Dominic TV on Twitter. And John Beckman says, quote, here they go. They want this Marine to be tarred and feathered. I know the Marine went too far, but your colleagues are out of control. Race baiters. Incredible. This is why I say NYC is a S. Oh, and he didn't say S. I just don't want to say. I know some people say the word. I just don't want to say it. That's according to John Beckman on Twitter. You can reach me, and I may use some of your comments from Twitter. Let's start with uh, with the uh, telephone calls this morning. Um, let's begin. Let's see here. Let's begin with Jim on Long Island. Good morning, Jim. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, hi, Dominic. I think these people demonstrating should volunteer their time if they really care about the mentally ill, volunteer to help take care of their problems. Hmm. Well, but the problem is that, and I agree with you, but they feel that an injustice has been done and that it requires pressure on, on the system. And that's what that's why I'm stating that this case we we should not have selective outrage, but this case is certainly headed in the direction of the new George Floyd case, and we can't afford that in this city. Our our police department, we can't. Our police are already uh, behind the eight ball in terms of under attack, nonstop, and what they have to put up with. And and the George Floyds of the world got us in this horrible situation that we're in right now, Jim. I, I thank you. I thank you for the call. Uh, selective outrage. You, you can't do it. Right now. Right now. God forbid in Chicago. If if a black man kills a one year old baby, random gunfire. Eh, that's to say, make it a headline. May make it a headline. One-year-old child, three-year-old child killed in Chicago. Name any city across the country. You may get a minor headline. If it's white on black, we can't continue as a country to operate like this. This is not good for all of us. As Americans, let's go to Allie in the Bronx. Good morning, Allie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
Yes, good morning, Dominic. How you doing? Good. Please go right ahead. Thank you for asking. Yes, um, I'm from the Bronx, and the thing about it is 15 minutes is so long, and the Marine was trained in combat to know 15 minutes is a very, very long time. 30 seconds, like you said, and I'm a black American man, and even you always talking about Bernard Getz, at that time in New York City, black people were scared to ride on the black back of the train. I mean, the New York City transit, nobody don't even like going downstairs. They talk about anybody that act up, it's, it's, it's a bad person or they mentally ill. And they got all of the mental institutions all around the city closed down. The Bronx State Hospitals, the Creed Boards, that's where they should be trying to put these people and place these people for help. But, but Ali, the, the, but the, the problem is the politicians are, are saying one thing out of the side of their mouth and then claiming the other side they're trying to help the mentally ill. We, we know, the, the, in fairness to the current, thank you for the call, in fairness to the current politicians that we have, the, the, you can't put all of this on them. This has been an ongoing situation where they've been cutting for years the budget for the mentally ill, years and years and years and years and years and years. And now, and it's all what, Pennywise, pound foolish? Because look, look at us now. Look at what we're dealing with now. But again, my point, as it relates to Mr. Neely, the day before this happened, nine out of ten of us would have walked right past him on the subway system. Nine out of ten. Now, all of a sudden, he's the next martyr. And and what happened to him, don't get me wrong, what happened to him is horrible. No one should die in a chokehold for 15 minutes with someone else holding down your arms as you are fighting for your last breath. At the same time, people are fed up. People are fed up. When, whenever, whenever you get into a subway car, you got to pray. You got to hope. A dollar and a dream. Please don't let this be my day where this, where this uh, mentally ill person is going to target me and decide to focus on me, decide to slap me, decide to spit in my face, decide to throw garbage at me. That is the reality of the world that we live in, folks. But at the same time, the problem is that for this Marine, and I don't want him to be criminally charged, but you can't go on an assumption. You cannot go on an assumption that because the person is berating passengers and throwing uh throwing garbage at them. I don't know what really happened in that car, but you cannot go on the assumption that that gives you the right to put that individual into a chokehold. You cannot. Therein lies the problem. And then a chokehold for 15 minutes. But Dan in Pauline apparently says the Marine was right to engage. Good morning, Dan. Hi, Dom. Uh, well, I don't know if he's so right, but I, I, I don't know. How do you say you get you should? We have to live with people throwing garbage on you. That's I, right. No, 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 no. I'm I'm not I'm not saying that that's correct, Dan. What I'm what I'm saying is that I put all the blame for this on the politicians, because the politicians know that these mentally ill people have serious problems, and then it's like a one-two punch, Dan. I'm going to let you have your say. Then you send a message that you can commit crimes and you're not going to jail. 
So what do you think the mentally, they, they're going to read this, they're going to get the signals the same way everyone else does. And then they're going to commit repeated crimes. Thus, maybe that's one of the reasons why Mr. Neely had 44 arrests plus an open warrant for his arrest. Go right ahead, Dan. Well, obviously, he should be behind bars. But like you said, this is the world we live in. And the Marine, he, once, you, once you engage, it's, it's, he, he's, his mind is not – it's kill. It, once you engage, it's like kill or be killed. Okay, you but know? but Dan, but Dan, Dan, you wait, you, you, you may, you wait, Dan, Dan, okay, wait, Dan, let, let's let's piecemeal it. Let's piecemeal it. What you just said, you just said for a marine, and then we'll get to the other guys. You just said for a marine, once they engage, is kill or be killed, right? So then, wait, 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 Dan, Dan. So isn't that every reason why that marine should have been the last person on that train to engage? It doesn't matter who engages. Whoever engages, you're in a state of mind of kill or be killed. And I blame, I blame, like you said last night, the other bystanders. They, they, they're the ones that got to, that got to wise up. And, and like, like with, with Floyd and, and the cops, there's four cops standing and watching. And Gardner, I think there was seven cops standing around watching. Well, you well gotta, you okay, gotta, but, but wait, gotta, but Dan, Dan, Dan. So again. The second man that was holding down his arms, he has criminal liability as well. But the third man was was trying to reassure the homeless man, Mr. Neely. And it looks like I couldn't read his language. It looks like he was saying to the Marine, okay, that's enough. That's enough. So, so yeah, but, but the, go ahead, go like ahead. I said, you you got to step in. I, I believe down in Philly, wasn't a girl raped on a bus and nobody did anything? Yes, I, mean, I, be- I believe that's the case. I, I don't have the details, but I do believe that's the case. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. You gotta, I think you got to step in. I, I don't know what the answer is, but like I say, I, I, I can't imagine being on the subway and having food thrown on me or anybody I'm with or anybody. But, 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 but Dan, okay. but Dan, but Dan, notice, see, you, we have to pay attention to every word. I said that he was throwing garbage food at people. I didn't say that yeah, it hit anybody. I, know, I, know, I didn't I know, say it I hit know. anybody. That's a big difference. That, that, and, no, and, but, and, but everybody's and, under the assumption because he didn't have a weapon, a weapon, you shouldn't engage. But then, but like I but say, Dan, 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 yeah, Dan if the man does not have a weapon, you don't have a right to come up behind him and throw from behind and throw him into a deadly chokehold. And and that I, I, I realize that, but then, but then it gives them the they, they know that they have the right to carry on and vote. And you, and, you, and, you, and you are you are correct, Dan. And therein lies yeah. the problem. I thank you uh, for the wonderful call this morning. You have a uh, great day, Dominic Carter. Here with you, Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls from New Jersey to Long Island, Brooklyn, New Rochelle. Westchester and the Bronx. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Uno. He's your numero uno. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. As I said, you can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV at Dominic TV. So one of the comments from Twitter I just received, and you knew this was coming, and the comment says, Dominic, how could you say this is not racial? How do you know? Well, let's think about this for a second. Do you think a former U.S. Marine said, let me go on the subway, and I'm going to patiently wait until an erratic black homeless man comes along, and then I'm going to go up behind him and throw him in a chokehold for 15 minutes and take his life, and I want to become the, um, the, uh, the, the face of race relations in America? Do you really think, I mean, how could somebody actually send me a comment like that? That, that, how do I know it's not race? Do you think people want to intentionally ruin their own lives on the issue of race? A Marine? Oh, I've got nothing else to do. I'm going to go kill a black man today. Let me wait until the, the homeless guy comes through the train, and once he starts acting up, I'm going to put him into a chokehold. Now I achieve my goal. No one thinks like that. Do you think this Marine wanted to lure, lawyer up tonight? And, and he has to know that charges are almost inevitable coming his way. He has to know that. And frankly, maybe it would have been better. I'm sure he would disagree, but maybe it would have been better if he had remained in custody after the initial incident, because then it wouldn't be this big confrontation, this big outrage over this. It would have been a trial that's been covered by them, that would be covered by the media, and that would be that. But now this plays into every possible venue of race, of race. And I'll say again, this was not racial. Nobody intentionally wants to... (sighs) I can't believe that somebody would send me a comment like that. Oh, I've got nothing else to do. I, I want to ruin my life today. Let's go to Ed in uh, Westchester. Good morning, Ed. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. I think you're dealing with the case of involuntary manslaughter with this Marine. Um, he tried to do the right thing, but he was dealing with a deadly weapon, which was the chokehold, and he used it uh, irresponsibly, and he killed the guy. And I think it's just like if you ha- held a gun to someone's head and to keep them from doing something, and then you decided to fire it, uh, and you shouldn't have. I think it's that simple. Well, he, he's lawyered up, and um, and Alvin Bragg, let me just say this, the Manhattan District Attorney, he wanted the job. So in in one hand, he's got his hands full dealing with Trump. And then the first black district attorney is dealing with a situation like this. It is a worst case scenario if you're Alvin Bragg, because no matter what he does, he can't win. Remember, he's a resident of Harlem. And he's perceived 
as extreme soft-on crime. And now this case, whether we like it or not, has a complete racial component. And again, it's disgusting because it's selective outrage. Blacks kill blacks, and nobody cares. It's not even a headline unless it's highly sensational. A white man kills a black person, or let me let me refer, let me change this. A black kills a white. Doesn't make news generally. But we have to be honest. If a white kills a black, here comes the live trucks. Your life is over. Nonstop coverage, around the stop coverage, every detail, da-da-da, news at 11. Here it comes. Ready or not, this is what you are dealing with. Let's go to Pat in Connecticut. Good morning, Pat. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, my friend. How are you? It's been a while. I'm good. Go right ahead, please. Hey, Dominic, I was a vet, and I worked with uh, Demas in Connecticut. That's a Department of Health and Addiction on the lock unit. And I would like to see these politicians that close all all the facilities. I'm not sure if you heard of um, Fairfield Hills in Newtown. I, I haven't, but, but, Pat, I need you to be direct because we have a lot of calls. Right, well, Go these, right ahead. These politicians should shut up and just stop cutting money. And uh, the, That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. They think they have the answer, and then they, yep. they run and hide, and, the ne- and, the, and, and they leave it in the next person's lap, and then it's left into the next person after that's lap. Can and I they- just, Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to add one thing, and I worked in a locked unit for 15 years. We never seen a politician walk in the unit dealing with the codes we had to deal with or the revolving door, what, what's going on, and seeing the clients out in the street. So they're full of shit. I'm sorry, Dominic. Right. Well, it's it's a horrible situation all the way around the board. Thank you for the call, Pat. Sammy in the Bronx says, I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong, Sammy. Well, you're a, a cop is held to a higher standard. All right. He can't use a chokehold. A civilian right. can. Right. Now, keep in mind, it's an enclosed environment. There's no way people. I'm not sure. I don't think you go from car to car anymore. I think you're locked in yeah, the car. I, I, th- I no think way. I think you are locked in the car. Go ahead. And, you know, there's no ways to go. So you're allowed to, if, if he, if the homeless man is acting improperly, like violently, right, you're allowed to take, you know, the necessary force to subdue him. If you look at the, if you look at the, uh, the film, right, they're not beating on him. They're trying to restrain him. And unfortunately, the sad thing is he passed away. Well, it, it, it is sad. It, it, it is sad. And it, it's a difficult situation. And yeah, Marine, go ahead. The, the Marine, I think the worst thing he did was stay there. He should have got the hell out. I teach jiu No, 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 right? no, 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 no. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that he stayed. I'm glad that he told the people, you know, and, 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 and you know. I tell my students, I tell my students, if you have to use deadly force or force in today's environment, get the hell out of there. Do not stick around because the cops will support you. But today's district attorneys will make, a, you know, an example out of you. I tell them, get away. Just leave. And, well, well, a, a couple of points here. One, one, and I didn't consider this part. The Marine, right, he did do what our government trained him to do, which is protect Americans. And so that's one of the reasons why I said I didn't want him to be charged. And no one should have to go through this. No one. No they, one. They should. It's a, it's a, I feel bad for the homeless guy and his family. I mean, it, it's a terrible situation. But I, the, the intent was not to kill him. It was just to subdue him. And that's, a, that's, a, that's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, you know, I, I, I hear you, Sammy. 
but but it, it's a it's a very tough, difficult position. And no matter is, no matter no matter what I say, no matter what you say, the train has left the station. This outrage that is now moving national on this case is only going to uh, to get worse. Thank you for the call, Sammy. Let's stay in the Bronx and let's go to our friend Hudson. So Hudson, you says I'm not dealing in facts tonight. So please tell me how I'm not. Okay, yeah, and do me a favor. Let me finish as you always do. So yesterday, when whatever you didn't say nothing yesterday, you didn't say anything about the guy being arrested before, which was over forty times. Yeah, yeah. Until, wait, 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 Hudson. No, wait, no, wait, no, wait, wait, Hudson. Wait. Stop, Hudson. Yep. Don't please don't make me have them pull the tape where I mentioned it at least four <laughs> times during the show. Now, now, Hudson, Hudson, Hudson. Please, I don't want to cut you off. Please stop. You didn't for even it. let me finish your Hudson. Word. But you're saying something that's not accurate. I'm supposed you to let you let just... finish my next Okay, word. Hudson, am I supposed to let you continue when you're not accurate? No. Okay, so... Okay, Hudson, 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 you said... Matt Blaze, Matt Blaze, please join us in the broadcast. Did I or did I not repeatedly no. yesterday mention... Hold on, Hudson. Hold on, Hudson. Did I or did I not repeatedly mention during the show... The, 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 his long rap. So wait, I Hudson, you, you just said I didn't. I wait, did. Hudson, please hold no, on. Let's lower I Hudson didn't. for a second. Matt, please, did I or did I not repeatedly mis- mention his long arrest record that, that he that there was an open warrant for a uh, assault case with a 67-year-old woman? Did I or did I not? You did. Okay, Kenny, did I or did I not? Yes, you did. Okay, and did I do it repeatedly? Yes, more than once. More than once. Okay, now, Absolutely. Hudson, you just said that I didn't do, I do that. Sir? Okay, I, I want I want to deal with what you just said, and then You're we can move on. Hudson, you just said that I did not identify that, and that's not I accurate. I said until you did not. No, you say said it I until. didn't mention it at all yesterday. That's what. No, that's I didn't. exactly. I did not say it all. Okay, okay. okay. What, what's your point? What's your point, Hudson? Go okay. ahead. My point is, you did not mention it until I said something. You did not mention Hudson, it. Until Hudson, Hudson, Hudson. Something. What? What? Uh, see, we gotta have okay, our facts right. Point. Hudson, next wait, point. wait, wait, wait. Please stop. Next point. I have a lot of respect for you. Please stop. You're referring to the first night that this broke. You said last night. You didn't call the program last night. Now, please continue. Okay. Well, the next thing is is that he held the guy in the chokehold until the other person, the person of color, which I hate when people say that, until he said, yo, we got to stop squeezing. He stopped squeezing. So then he stopped squeezing. That's what he said. And then you said, since you're dealing in facts, you said before that he held him until his last breath. You said that in, the, in your opening today. If you Hudson, watch the video, uh, he Hudson, took a Hudson, afterwards. if he held him until if he held him until Neely stopped squeezing his hand, what does that say to you, Hudson? No, no, no. We're de- we're dealing in facts. You yes, we're dealing. That we're he dealing. Held in, he held Hudson, him until Hudson, his last breath. I, I, I agree, and, and he, he did, and he, he did. No, no, he didn't. Okay, watch Hudson, video. Hudson, I watched. Go, okay, Hudson, breath. Hudson. Normally, I agree with you, but tonight, I don't know what what planet you're coming from. Go ahead. Go Can ahead. I say one more thing? Go ahead. Can I say one more thing? Go ahead. This guy had an this guy had an open warrant. Uh, I've said that repeatedly. Okay, I know you Hudson. Did. I know you did. Okay, and, so if I've said it repeatedly, Hudson, please. I don't know why Hudson, you're doing stuff like this. Hudson, it's national news. What are you talking about? Yeah, but you it's, know what? It's Everyone leading. Else is saying that M- the M- Hudson, out, and you're Hudson, not. Hudson. 
NBC Nightly News tonight. It was the second story. What, my friend, what are you talking about? It was a lead story on the Fox News channel. I'm talking about stop bringing your two screen callers on to back you up when you're able to let me finish my thing, Hudson, Hudson, but Hudson, if you're not dealing in fact, right, and and you don't have to call the show anymore, Hudson, because I I don't need that, And, and I don't ask Kenny or Matt to back me up. You came on here tonight, and your facts were not right. Don't get mad at me because your facts are wrong, my friend. Okay, the truth is don't shoot the messenger. This case, unfortunately, has become racial. It was not based on race. One. Two, there is selective outrage going on. When it's black-on-black crime, nobody cares. When 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 a black guy kills a white person, it seems that nobody cares. But when a white person kills a black person, it's the end of the world. That's that's the uh, that's the um, that's the society that that we live in. And again, I do want to make the point. In fairness to the Marine, that he did what our government trained him to do, which is protect Americans. And so, Hudson, please, don't get angry at me. I'm not the one out there protesting. I'm simply telling you the truth. And Kenny and Matt know they're free to say whatever their opinion may be. They're not here to back me up. But when you're going to come on the air and say I didn't state something and you got the wrong dates and the wrong facts and I call you out on it, don't get mad because I'm calling you out on it. Don't get mad at me because this is national news. I told you when it first happened, it was going to be national news. Unfortunately, because of uh, the situation uh, that we're dealing with. Let's go to Will on Long Island. Good morning, Will. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. I'm not going to be like Kathy Hochul and jump out there and say, you know, he was killed for being a passenger on the train. No, actually, he was being a menace on the train, okay? Homeless, mentally ill with 44 uh you know, uh, prior arrest, the man shouldn't even have been on the train. Um, he should have been probably in jail if we actually convicted people Agreed. for all these crimes Agreed. and put them in jail. Agreed. Right. But I will say this, okay? Until I see more of the incident of what happened up until that point, if the Marine had a reasonable uh, belief that his safety or the safety of the others was in jeopardy, then his actions are justifiable in self-defense, okay? Because he not only has to protect himself, he also can act reasonably in protecting others, all right? That's right, part of right. self-defense but Will, uh, Will, law. Will, I, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. But then the issue becomes you have to define what's reasonable. See, all of these things I are defined in, in a court of law. And so I understand you, you, you are... One person may say a chokehold for 15 minutes is reasonable. The other person may say a chokehold for 30 seconds is reasonable. Right. And, you know, it depends also on, you know, how long was he in that state of, like, active resisting where he felt that if he let him go would have been a danger to the passengers or himself. But you see, Will, and and that's why I like the way Adam's responded yeah, to I it. agree with you. you know, well, and, let, let me just say this, and then you can continue. Um, but see, uh, there, therein lies another problem, right? At what point is Mr. Neely resisting, right, to use your word, but at what point is he fighting for his last breath? There's a big difference there. 
resisting, I understand that. fighting, fighting for his last breath. Go ahead, I Will. I didn't that, mean to cut you, you off. Go we, ahead. We, that's, that's hard to judge because of his actions before. All right, because of his actions that led up to that incident to begin with. Okay, he was obviously hostile and uh, ready to attack or attacking people before. So you can't say what his motivation was when he was resisting. All the person that's doing when he's holding him is saying, this guy was attacking people to begin with. If I let him go, is he going to continue to attack? Now, I just want to make a separate point real quick because I know you mentioned black on black crime. I don't mention black on black crime as a white guy. I was told that that's racist. But what I do mention for all the race baiters out out there. The only thing that rivals black on black crime is actually black on white crime statistically. In 2014, the last time the, the federal government under, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, Barack Obama and uh, who was our uh, attorney general at that time? Uh, he was also black. Guy. Yes, uh, Eric, um, Eric Holder. Exactly. Uh, 2014 uh, Department of Justice statistics, 99,000 violent crimes were committed by white people against black people. Five hundred and ninety-nine thousand well, violent I, I, I don't. I don't like dealing in stats, Will, because I don't well, you know. Have to deal no, wait, 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 Will. I don't know if your stats are accurate that you're giving me. I don't. When I say I don't like dealing with stats, I mean what I meant to say is that I like to have them where I know that I'm. That Fine. They're accurate. I'll tell you this. Fine. Anecdotal evidence and the things that they okay. use, like situations okay. like this, to incite fights. Okay. okay are not factual, okay? Let's just say my statistics are correct for a okay. moment. You, okay. can, you okay. can look them up yourself. Okay. At the last time they did this, nine years ago, and looked, and now they don't want to obviously do this anymore, you were nine times more likely to be attacked as a white person uh, by a black person than vice versa. And, you know, a, a, a smart statistician or a smart person is going to say, well, chance of encounter. There's a lot more white people. Okay. Except it happened almost in the same ratio against Latinos and, uh, and other groups as well. So when it comes down to violent crime statistics by race, and Dominic, I know you're a black guy. I have a lot of respect for black people in general. I'm not saying that this generalizes an entire group, but what we're dealing is in generalizations. People constantly saying, like you just had, the last guy, the guy on the news said, we're being choked out. We're being choked out. Like this is like a, a prevalent thing that happens across the country. This, these are anecdotal incidents. But if you want to talk about violent crime by race against race, it's very slanted one way. Okay, it's not white on black crime that's prevalent. It's the opposite of that. If you talk about true factual statistics, okay, and they use these incidents to drive divides and wedges between white and black communities. So we're constantly fanning these flames and creating, you know, animosity. And let's not forget, it's really good for news, Dominic. Everybody's captivated right now. They love watching it. Well, you, you say it's really good for news. Will. let me just tell you this. I'm really looking forward to having the next two days off because I, on a personal level, I don't enjoy talking about things like this. I would rather discuss. Uh, I can understand. Uh, Trump. I would rather discuss Biden and and the how horrible yeah, is- presidency uh, that he has. Uh, I I I. It is my strong belief and fear that this is about to get a lot worse. Dominic, in, in before New York. I go, I just it's, it's got to be quick though because I'm over. I got to yeah, take a break. Go quick. ahead. 
I just want to say before I go, listen, I, I've been calling you a lot lately. I really like everything about what you do. You're really one of my favorite hosts in radio in general, okay? And I have a lot of respect for what you do. But I got to say, you know, you know I, I've been on with other callers that fight with me that are, like, very left. You know, I believe that this race baiting is going to implode our nation. We were actually moving forward. The race divide was being, you know, uh, made smaller. It feels like it's getting bigger than ever right now. And well, I, I, feel like I, we're going I, I have I have to leave it there, Will. Uh, you're not the only one that feels that that we may be going backwards when it comes to race. Uh, we we don't need this right now. Uh, this situation, and and it it is it is a horrible one. The only thing I say to you folks as I toss to this break is that if you're going to call me and make a comment, please make sure that you have your facts right. Because if you don't have your facts right, I'm going to let you know immediately that your facts are not accurate. And so we are going to take a break when we come back to Chronicles of Dominic Carter. And we will continue with your telephone calls on this uh, subway choking uh, incident. We're going to go to Long Island, the Bronx, Westchester, New Rochelle, Brooklyn, and New Jersey. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. W-A-B-C these are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And some good news to deal with out of California. I don't know if you've seen the video, but it literally stops your heart. A former homeless man saves a baby in a runaway stroller that's headed down the hill towards traffic. Now, the former homeless man, out-of-work uh, truck driver, homeless until recently, Ron Nesman, played the role of a hero when a woman was, um, she was trying to get something out the car, and the wind blew the stroller with the baby down the hill or towards the traffic, and the cars were going 40, 50 miles an hour. And if he didn't get there in the nick of time, that stroller was going to go right into the traffic, three lanes of traffic, but he was able to, uh, the, 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 the woman with the stroller, she tried to grab it, but she fell. And in a panic trying to get up, she fell again. And she couldn't get the stroller, and the stroller just kept rolling. It is absolutely heart-stopping. But the at the last second, you see the man run up, and he grabs the stroller and stops it from going into traffic. So we say bravo to Ron Nesman. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano and the other side of midnight. We are discussing the situation that has now gone uh, national. And uh, that is the uh, subway choking incident. One, it was not racial. It was strong emphasis on it was not racial. It was not about race. And we cannot continue to have selective outrage. 
It's not good for America. Let's continue with your telephone calls up until the top of the hour when Frank takes over. Jeff on Long Island. Good morning, Jeff. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? Good. Please go right ahead. Listen, I was born and raised in a a household. I was sent to military school. And when I was in military school, we were taught how to to do armed arm combat. This Marine had to be taught the same way. I'm not 100% positive. But your body has at least five pressure points in which you can subdue somebody and paralyze them by hitting a pressure point in their body. And I could take down a six foot five guy or four foot five guy, and I can make him be immobilized by hitting a pressure point in their body. This guy had to be trained for that. All you got to do is hit a certain pressure point in your body, and that guy will be immobilized without the chokehold. Okay, so what what exactly are you telling me, Jeff? He should have been able to immobilize this guy without chokeholding him. Right. That's my point. No, I I hear you, Jeff. And and see, all of this enters the Monday morning quarterbacking, right? So I, I was not there in that subway car. I didn't have garbage thrown at me. I wasn't yelled at. I wasn't screamed at. Uh, I didn't see a man become belligerent, as um, as uh, some of these witnesses um, say. It's a tough situation. It, this is really a tough, tough situation. Thanks for the call, Jeff. And I, again, blame the politicians. I don't blame the Marine, and I don't want them to be criminally charged, as I've said when this first started. But. Uh, unfortunately, there, there's criminal liability here. And uh, he's now he's now caught in the crosshairs of major politicians and national politicians and the district attorney. Let's go to Jerry in New Jersey. Good morning, Jerry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. A couple of points. You know, to me, this looks like the South in the 1930s, 40s, 50s, and 60s with people like Bull Connor and things only, it's okay, all reversed. Jeff, wait, Jeff, when you say it's all reversed, because that, that's, that's a bit extreme. But, but go ahead, well, Jerry. No, I, go, I, go ahead. Let me, let me get to it. Jerry, so, I've got, five, ma- Jerry, I've got okay. five minutes left in the program with 12 telephone calls. So I, I don't have okay. all day. you got to get to the point. I think that we have to emphasize the person started something that was very bad. I'm understanding that he was threatening to kill people and saying he was willing to go to jail and die. If this is true, then you got to look at what he started. We have to really emphasize that. And prosecutors have a lot of discretion. You know that. And so they should use their discretion here. A civil suit's different, you know, but the city should be sued because really they're the people that did. So, so, so when you say, when you position. say, Jerry, the politicians should use their discretion, tell me exactly what that I, Wait, no, tell me exactly what you mean in this case. Well, the prosecutor has to review everything and so, but, charge him. Go ahead, but, but are you saying, so, so then you, are you saying, Jerry, are you saying he should be charged or he should, I need you to be direct or he should uh, not my, be charged? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dominic. My problem is I'm only listening to secondhand things, so I can't make, I can't like, rightfully tell you that. I don't okay. know. I don't have an opinion on okay. that. I haven't seen okay. the whole so thing you, or anything you don't yet. have an opinion. I'm okay. just listening to everybody, right? Okay. All right. Fair enough, Jerry. Thank you for the call. In a moment, I'm going to bring in Frank Morano. But first, let me go to Charles in New Rochelle. Good morning, Charles. What's on your mind? 
Hi, good evening, Dominic. Listen, uh, three quick things. First, no, wait, I, I don't have time for three, Charles. It's got to be quick. Uh, right, well, Go one, tra- the train was stuck for 15 minutes. Where were the cops? Did this Broadway Lafayette? Okay, but wait, hey, Charles, oh, wait, I'm, I'm going to let you do your points. But let, let me just say this to you. I don't like us blaming the cops. Let me tell you why. Do you know how many calls they probably receive each and every day of an EDP on a subway train? How are they supposed to know that, that this one call is one involving a human life? How are they so they're going to get there as fast as they can? It's just so easy to blame the police. Don't blame the police. Blame the politicians. Please make I, your I, other points quickly. All right, number two. There's an emergency panel in that subway car. It's supposed to be. Is, supposed to be. No, there is. Okay. That was, that was one of the, listen, I worked for transit for 25 okay. years. Charles, you got to be quick, please. Go to your last point. Car was 60 feet long. Okay, Charles, I, I have to move on. Thank you. I'm joined now by Frank Morano. Folks, when I say I'm short on time, I mean I'm short on time. All right, I just morning, have Frank. 20 quick points. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go through them one by one. <laughs> You know, I feel Frank that I feel that's the the callers. What no matter no matter how how many times I say we're short on time, I've got five <laughs> points, Dominic, and you need to listen to each and every one. Go right ahead, Frank. All right, um, we got uh, It's Friday, so we're going to do Ask Frank Anything next hour, and you know where that can go, or should is, I should say, I never know where it will go because the questions that people bring up range from uh, the political to the criminal justice system to Star Trek to inside radio stories. So whatever people have questions about, I will do my best to tackle them. We've got denunciations coming up. And yesterday I spent a lot of time talking about the military-industrial complex. Well, today I'm going to be joined by an author and a historian by the name of Richard Dolan who talks about the nexus between the military-industrial complex and the UFO issue and where those two intersect. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, we have some other fun subjects that we're going to get to as well. I'm I'm looking uh, forward to listening to the show as well. Let's you and I together go to some telephone calls, and we'll give our take uh, each on on the calls that are coming in. Norman in Brooklyn. Norman, we have two minutes left in the show. Good please, evening, Jess. Please get to your um, point as directly. As a daily writer on the subway, uh, I just want to applaud Mayor Adams for calling for calm. All our politicians should call for calm. And you should be calm, too, Dom. Uh, just take it easy, everybody. Take a deep breath. We'll get through this as Americans. And uh, that's it. Okay. Well, fair enough. Frank? I, I mean, I'm all for anybody that calls, calls for calm. <laughs> so I think that's a very, uh, very rational, very rational, very reasonable position on Norman's part. Absolutely. Let's go to Linda together on Long Island. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. Quickly. Um, the cause of all this, I was thinking about the cause. Not, there wouldn't be a man dead and one being charged if it wasn't for uh, de Blasio and his wife were given, I think I remember, it went on for a long time, they talked about over a billion dollars just to help the uh, homeless and mentally ill. That money disappeared. I never heard another thing about it. This maybe never would have happened. This guy would have gotten help. Other people would get help. People wouldn't be dead now or injured. Nothing. Uh, we, did you hear anything about all that money? And L- they never did anything for the mentally ill? Well, Linda, I, I appreciate the call, um, but but I, I we've got 30 seconds left in the show. Um, 
I do put a lot of blame on, on de Blasio. Frank, what do you think? I completely agree. I mean, there's been a total change, and this has changed a little bit back under Adams, in how we address severe mental illness. Severe mental illness is not a civil right to be protected. It's an illness to be treated. And I think the de Blasio administration definitely did the mentally ill of the city a disservice. Folks, you want to keep it right there. Coming up next, Frank Morano on the other side of midnight. But the first news headlines with Alex Barnard.